Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. Hello and welcome to episode number 80 of the Ministry of Arts podcast. Firstly, a little bit of news on one of my favourite days in the arty calendar, and that is the Art Car Boot Fair. Because of social distancing restrictions, it would have been far too difficult to create the amazing day that they normally do. So they've had to push it online and make a virtual Art Car Boot Fair this summer. They've not yet released a full lineup of artists who are going to appear this year, but they have mentioned a few of the long-standing artists who have been there sort of year after year, who are sort of like the foundations of the Art Car Boot Fair. And that is the likes of Gavin Turk, Polly Morgan, Marcus Harvey, and I did see that Heath Kane and Kate Knight both posted this week that they've been invited along. Lee Ainsworth and I were lucky enough to be a part of the first winter art car boot fair, which was, I think it was 2018, we was there to promote this podcast. I won't give any details out on the pricings this year. For that information, you can go onto any of their social medias or their website by just putting in art car boot fair. I think I'll contact them this week to see if they want to do a a little five minute bonus episode so they can tell you more about it themselves. But back to this week's episode, where I'm going to introduce you to David Ian Brown. David grew up in a fishing village on the southwest coast of Scotland. And like myself, he was the only member of his family, or friend circle come to that, who had an interest in art. He studied his BA in printmaking and MA in fine art at Grey School of Art at the Robert Gordon University in Aberdeen. After completing his MA, David moved to Glasgow, where he's seen his practice rapidly revolve. His mixed media paintings are created with echoes of his printmaking past. The mundane everyday objects he uses in his paintings are often held in place by dense layers of colour, shape and pattern, with a definite sense of Matisse felt by the viewer. 
David and I have been speaking for just under a year on Instagram, and in this episode, he mentions how he uses Instagram as a tool of his practice. David also talks about the difficulties he's found in moving his practice from Aberdeen into Glasgow. But let him tell you more about that himself. So please, come with me and meet David Ian Brown. Anyway, so I'll start off. I have seven questions that I ask each artist. Okay. The first being... How would you explain what you do to someone that didn't know your work? Uh, it's a little bit different. Like, so I graduated in printmaking um, a couple of years ago. And I, from that, I went into doing my master's. So I, I kind of diverted into painting because all my friends are painters. So it was inevitable that uh, I would become a painter, to be honest. And um, over the past couple of years, it's been a bit experimental with painting. Like I've been in Glasgow for what? Um, nearly two years got my studio space after seven months uh, but I was just painting bedroom uh, before that so uh, I was just using like house paints and stuff to paint but it's, it's to do with like everyday life so I've taken inspiration from like not still lifes but like kind of room settings taking objects forms of the forms of objects and colour palettes that I've, I kind of capture throughout the day so I was taking a lot of imagery on my phone to then um, kind of extract, so I was extracting the colours from sit, kind of like an object, like a, a mug or a chair or a tree yeah. or some yeah. mural or something in, in town. So um, a lot of my work's based around kind of that, like every day and my experiences in a day. So if if it's say like a, a, a grey day in Scotland, the colours tend to be like one day they could be a bit kind of duller blues and blacks and stuff. And um, if, if it's dull but I'm in a kind of a good kind of headspace um, I'll, I'll I'll use kind of brighter colour palettes so it, it always changes it's really abstract though um, it's an abstract well my work's highly abstract now um, it's evolved over the kind of Covid period anyway um, so yeah it's well, I've noticed even on your Instagram timeline yeah. I mean we've yeah. been I mean I think we first chatted maybe Say nine months. Yeah. And even when I looked at your Instagram page back then, yeah. and I've just refreshed it over the last couple of days as we've yeah. been preparing for this, uh-huh. you've seen a massive change in how your work's presented even like yeah. in the yeah. last two years. Yeah, yeah. It's like for me, um the Instagram's like a it's probably one of the best tools for artists at the moment, like just to get their artwork out there because it is like a kind of your own gallery in your pocket, like a portfolio that you would have had to take maybe like say 10 years ago, you'd have a case with all your kind of artwork in, yeah. you'd go to galleries, now galleries can see um, the timeline. I think you can do it a few other ways, so you could do a mix with kind of personal life stuff. I tend not to do that because I want it to come across as really professional, you know, um, and it is laid out in a kind of like an aesthetic manner. So you might have like nine kind of pieces, then I'll have three videos and so on you know so it, when you're scrolling through my actual page um, it, it's just nice neat tidy yeah. um, but other other people change it up I just like that kind of that kind of look of the page because I think you need to mix it up with imagery and videos because Instagram they, they, they want you to um, use every feature and now they've just implemented Reels which is basically TikTok and Instagram um, and they're they're maybe just going to like try and push people to use Reels which is it's kind of interesting but um I don't know. My my engagement in my page has dropped massively in the past like month because of this. And there was maybe like five days ago before the reels dropped, um, 
I had I think there was like five updates on the phone throughout like twenty four hours, and it totally screwed up my 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 kind of engagement. My my hashtags weren't reaching at all. So uh, prior prior to this, my, my hashtags would reach maybe like two thousand accounts, and now it was only reaching like three. You know, so um, I knew that something was coming, um, like a new feature, and I told maybe like ten people who were my friends, like there's a new feature coming. Um, just wait, it'll be the next week or so, and then boom, we woke up and a new feature was there, and I was like, told you, I actually knew it was going to happen. <laughs> but I've got to say, you understand Instagram a hell of a lot more than I do. It, yeah, like, um, when I was doing my Masters, I kind of used it as a, I, I went down that route and tried to like learn everything I could about the algorithm, well, as much as you can, you know, um, but I went down that route, I went down a lot of kind of smaller rabbit holes where I was I was seeing talk well I was talking to other artists about the um their engagement how they use hashtags and all this kind of stuff so it is kind of you have to think of it as a business when you're an artist like people m- might not like that but it's it's it is one of the best tools you know and I've 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 realised that in the past two years after leaving art school that you can get so many opportunities just because. You, 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 you might just say thank you to someone for like starting following you, you know. So if someone follows me, I'll always say like I really appreciate it. And people actually like that rather than it just being uh, nothing. Like they'll follow you, you don't engage with them. But people do forget that it is a social media app and you have to be social. When I'm using it, it's like I'm targeting like say a gallery, I'll talk to them and that's how I'll get my kind of foot in the door. I, 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 don't, I don't try to annoy them by just spamming them with uh, comments or um, likes or even like private messages. I think that's you. You have to maybe like say there was one in London I was talking to. You'd, you'd go. You'd make the effort to go to the show, you know, or a couple shows. And for me, it's kind of hard because obviously I need to fly down to London and it's quite a bit of effort. But I think these galleries will realise like oh such and such did come to the show because I, I was tagging kind of images in the show and yeah. Um, yeah, like they'll be like, okay, this this person's maybe a bit more dedicated than someone else um, just because like I feel like the galleries in Scotland are a bit commercial you know whereas in London it's a lot of contemporary there's a lot of wee galleries opening up and um, yeah it's 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 different you know like we get told at art school don't um, don't move to Glasgow basically because um, I studied in Aberdeen so the art school they wanted to keep all the artists um, basically in the city Um because the art scene up there is kind of small, but everyone knows everyone, and it is it's, it's amazing for that. You know, like if you need help, you you'll know who to go to. Or you could ask someone who will who will know. Um, but moving to Glasgow, you come and you you start from square one. You don't know anyone really. I, I I'm not from Glasgow. I'm from a wee fishing village, maybe like an hour and a half away from here. So, um, yeah, I know like one person in Glasgow who went to art school. And they, she, she didn't even have the the best experience to be honest. Um, whereas up in Aberdeen, um, my tutors became like good friends afterwards, and um, and then they became mentors, you know. So after art school, I could contact any of my tutors, and they would give me advice or they'd help me out. Or if they had a project, they'd they'd know to contact me because they know that I want to help or work yeah. with with them, you know. And you um, was told you would you was advised not to go into the Glasgow Arts. Center. Yeah. How have you found it personally since you've been there? Um, right. So like this, like we 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 tend to try to go to every show 
uh, if we can like if, if they say there's three shows happening at the same time you can only go to one or two but um, you go and it is a bit who you know kind of thing people yeah. look at us and they, they, they'll have no idea who we are we're, we're in a, a small group of like say like four or five people and yeah I don't feel welcomed at all but I know that you just need to meet the right people and I've, I've not met I've not met the right group of kind of artists who've maybe got the same mindset as me but in the studio there is a the handful of people who are they want to kind of break away from that kind of GSA Glasgow School of Art kind of um, like circles because yeah. I've heard a few kind of um, not horror stories but nasty stories where like they knew said artists weren't from GSA and they just like got totally blanked all night or um, if one girl she was like oh can I go to the toilet like to get past and they just looked at her and like ignored her and didn't move oh, you know stuff like See, that I've not, I've not experienced too much of that you know in the yeah. art world I know and to be honest this isn't probably the worst stuff that could happen but I, I do feel like you need to find your, your own circle of people you yeah. know and um, I've got my mates who are like they're spread over one's in London he was um, at the Royal Drawing School I think he's graduated now one's up north one's in kind of centre of Scotland and I'm in Glasgow so we're all kind of dispersed around but we still talk to each other you know and these are like my best mates from um, my year so um, yes yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because I don't know I actually thought the Glasgow art scene would be there would be a lot more for emerging artists there's nothing you know you've got the you've got the commercial galleries and then you've got the, the galleries that are more blue chip and that are taking up artists um, from say like New York they bring an artist from New York to Scotland rather than looking at the talent that's here which I kind of yeah. you know it's a bit it's a bit weird but I guess like there's no small gallery that's promoting emerging artists to like then help them go into the next step like all the galleries I've had contact with has been in like New York Eastern Europe and stuff like that so um, nothing from Scotland really you know it's, it's a there, shame Is there no way you could um, I know it's easier said than done yeah. but is there no way that you and a group of friends hmm. could start There probably is up? yeah like I know that there's a lot of kind of collectives like in London in that area you know but in Scotland I don't know there's not really many artists to do it but like I definitely would be up for it you know but I just don't know where to start to be honest yeah yeah um, you said about you came from a small fishing village yep um, how did your interest in art come by it's actually like I obviously studied art um, at school but it was it was really traditional where you'd have the teacher you'd have a still life and they'd just tell you draw the still life kind of thing and it would have a few different projects but nothing that kind of pushed you to get that much better like I could spend 30 hours doing a drawing of a ram skull and it would, you know what I mean and that's it and then, and then the next drawing would be 10 hours 15 hours and a, like a, a a raven kind of stuffed animal that, that, yeah. that that's literally it and um, we did have a teacher and she was ill most of the year so we, we kept on getting substitute teachers like maths teacher English teacher and they would just sit you down and tell you to draw I don't know a vase with flowers in it and that's yeah. what we've done and then when the teacher so came back it's not back, very inspiring is it and not it's, at all it's hard no. to sort of grip onto that yeah it's, it's it was hard and then but people did notice uh, like David you're, you're, you're good at this and it did give you that boost and I had a friend his sister went to art school and I, I'd never even thought about going to art school when I was younger and she, she went to a couple of Scottish art schools 
and she came in and she said this one drawn probably could get you into any of the art schools so it was a big massive ram scale it's the one that i done it was like 30 40 hours it, it took but it was like a0 size so it was huge so it was quite a big impact and um that was the thing maybe that triggered okay maybe i can go somewhere else rather than just getting a generic job in my hometown you know um because I, I, at the time I did feel like there was maybe more to the world than just the the, the wee town, you know. And um, you, you do get the people who, like my some of my best friends back home, they've stayed in the, the in Girvan, and that's it. Like that's a life, but um, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I, I wanted to just explore. And I went to college for two years, done my HNC in art and design, and before that I done a portfolio preparation course because. My school actually chucked all my artwork away over summer. <laughs> you know, it's so <laughs> brutal. Five. I know, and um, so like the teacher came back, and she was she said, "Oh, where's the the twenty A one sheets you had to do for hand in?" I was, I said, "Well, we can't, we couldn't really do it because we had no guidance, we had no one to push us um, at the time." Um, so she was like, "Oh, none of you are going to like make it an art world at all." So I think that kind of like negative push made me push you know, myself, um, yeah. so, and a few mates were like, oh, you should go to college, so I went to college, and done my portfolio preparation, like, totally fell in love with, love with it completely, you know, and um, that was down, the HNC went down a kind of more contemporary route, so we done, like, ceramics, um, a bit of sculpture, uh, printmaking, painting, life drawing, um, so it, it opened my eyes, from going, from, like, just doing still lifes at school, to college where you you had so many things you can do and they were just encouraging you to um, do anything you wanted you know like yeah. pretty much and I only I actually applied to two art schools I don't know why I pl- didn't apply to like Dundee or Edinburgh but I applied to Grey School of Art in Aberdeen and Glasgow School of Art just because one of my tutors studied there and that was it applied didn't get didn't hear anything from Glasgow and got an interview at Aberdeen and then interview went by and I was up there for five years, and I loved it. Best best five years of my life so far. Um, just met the best people, learned a lot, and just kind of fell in love with kind of wanting to be an artist, you know? Because my, my, my grandfather, he was like, okay, well, there's only one route after art, you're going to be a teacher. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. But that's an old kind of, his, his, his way of thinking, you know? When he was my age, I don't know, like, say 40 years ago, he could get a job like that. Monday, he'd, he'd say he got fired Monday, Wednesday he'd have another job, but he didn't realise it, obviously, it's completely different now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like, um, Aberdeen for five years, and then moved to Glasgow with my girlfriend, who is, she's an artist as well, um, and we share, well, she's in the studio space, there's five of us from the art school, um, she was a year below me, and there's what, there's four other people in her year in the same kind of space, we just thought like, there's empty spaces, we'll contact a few people who we know and who are actually passionate about what they do. So that was that we started to build that small kind of community, which is good. Well, what we was just saying about, um, with like getting you and a few friends to sort yeah. of start a little thing up on your own, there's yeah. already a group of you that are very tight anyway. Yeah, that's so it. That's, that's, the, that's the hardest bit, is to yeah. get like, like-minded people that you can trust alongside yeah. you. And if you've already got them... Totally. Yeah, the, the rest of it... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like obviously we get told um, in Aberdeen like there was no kind of gallery spaces and art gallery actually closed down in my first year and it had been closed till maybe 
five months after I left Aberdeen, but um, there was nowhere to show, so my, one of my tutors said, well, why don't you just, like, if someone's got a big enough flat, just take all the furniture out, put it in another room, and do these kind of, like, um, flat gallery shows. And people had done it, and it, they were really successful, you know, because, fair enough, it was all your mates coming along just for the booze and, like, a laugh, but... Um, well, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that Sarah Lucas sold yep. her first piece to Saatchi yeah. from exactly that environment oh, really? in someone's flat. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like the thing is, you just never know who might come to these shows. That's the thing. Like, um, yeah, for me, like we we always tend to go at these exhibitions, and um, I think like if you're seen a lot of times by say like the, the gallery owner he'll be like you might wonder and be like why why do you come to all these shows and you're just like well one to see the art two to be in that kind of environment because uh, going to these exhibitions it's just it's such a buzz you know and I love it it's it's brilliant sometimes you can't even see the artwork but majority of times you have to go out the day after uh, to actually yeah. see the work but um, yeah I'm really missing that because of this virus you know it's just just been sh- yeah, it's, it's been bad it is but um, I've been lucky enough that my studio didn't close at all so um, I actually had to get part time work um, so I'm just working in Tesco um, part time and then all the other days I was in the studio so my Tesco oh, wrong with that. yeah no totally and um, I actually feel like it's helped me because there was the less stress of trying to sell art now, now I've got a kind of, this kind of steady wage to pay for everything um, and if I do sell anything, it's a bonus. Um, which How is, did you find working during the COVID lockdown? Um, t- to be honest, it was really hectic. You know, and in, in my store, it's a smaller store, so um, there was people coming in. Like, see how you're only coming supposed to come in, like, say once or twice a week for like essentials, key essential like items. People were just coming in for like a meal deal or like a can of energy drink, and I'm like, what are you doing? But it's mad, isn't it? It's so mad, and like you'd see the same people every single day, or maybe like five times in one shift, and you're you're like, here, why are you out? Or um, recently, like obviously they've introduced like wearing masks, so we now have to wear masks while working, which is like pretty, it's it's difficult at times, but um, there's people who come in and they forget the mask, but I think it should have been implemented at the very start. You know, so everyone's used to, okay, I've got my mask in my pocket or it's in my bag, I'll put it on and that's it. Rather than four or five months down the line, yeah. um, wear masks. You know, it's 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 mental. And obviously, we are like kind of two weeks behind you guys in England. So like Boris will say one thing and then Nicola Sturgeon, she's got this kind of two week period where she might see how yeah, but I think, I think the benefit of, of, of Nicola Sturgeon compared to Boris is she can listen to what bollocks Boris is talking yeah, and yeah, then yeah. refine it and make it something sensible. Yeah, that, that, that is totally true. And like Aberdeen, actually, they just went into a, a local lockdown, um, which is mental. Uh, and then what is it? Schools are going back. Is it tomorrow or something? I think it's soon, maybe. can't remember. My brother told me the his kids are going back to school and it's, they've had the, the, this massive holiday in their head they, they don't really understand what's going on no, so they just think no. it's this big amazing holiday or a big a double a double summer type thing so um, yeah I don't know how that'll work because I actually read an article the other day well yesterday and I think it said like there was 70,000 kids got tested and they're all like they they all got tested positive because they're back at schools and they're in close proximity to each other which yeah. is nuts Um but yeah, like I, no one saw this coming in twenty twenty, at all. Nice bonkers, isn't it? We were actually in London. Um, what was it like four weeks before 
Scotland got, went into lockdown, so we went down to uh, Beers Contemporary to see Florence Hutchins and Mick Hutchins' yeah. um, kind of duo exhibition, which was amazing, I pure loved it. Um, and then we went to the Whitechapel Gallery, because um, we stayed close by to there, and it was brilliant, you know. These these are the galleries that like you see on Instagram all the time, but you, up here it's it's a bit sparse with stuff, you know. We've got like the Goma Gallery of Modern Art, and it's just the same old stuff. Um, made, um, the yeah, there was a gallery called Mary Mary Gallery, but I think they've actually closed, which is a shame because their their space was unreal. You would never know it was there. It's like a a metal door, and it's got this kind of frosted glass window, a fairly kind of like decent sized window. But you just press the buzzer, and you'd go in, and you go through this hallway, and there was this massive white space with a kind of like semi high roof. It was stunning. It was so amazing because nice. there's shops next. It's like a kebab shop and stuff like that, and you're like. Where is this place? You felt like you were walking into some gallery in New York or something. Um, and then the other gallery that's good, the, the Modern Institute, they've got two spaces and they're brilliant. I actually love going to their shows. So, um, But yeah, like that's probably what I'm looking forward to most. Like being able to like meet up with friends who maybe stay outside the, the city and then go to exhibitions, you know. Yeah, well, there was, there was two artists down here that I knew. One was called Tinsel Edwards, the other mm-hmm. was Twinkle Trollton. Oh, okay. Um, and they worked together a lot down here, and, and you know, they was pretty pretty well known. Um, and I think they had they had a gallery between them in Hackney, I think it was. Yep. Um, and they, they didn't break up, but one moved to Margate, yep. and Tinsel moved to Glasgow. Oh, okay. Um, I only spoke to her once on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, hey, getting on up there, and yeah, she was loving it up there. Yeah, I, th- I just think it is, like what I said earlier on, if you meet the right people, you're, it's it's fine, you know? And obviously, because I didn't know anyone really who went to the, the art school, it's like, you, you've not got that kind of way in. And I find it kind of difficult to talk to people when, and when they're in the gallery, because they're, they're usually in bigger groups, you know? So it's, I don't know, maybe it's just to have the kind of courage to go up and be like, um, just to talk to them, I guess, you know? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a bit, it's, I'm a bit funny in a gallery, because yep. I will either talk to anyone about anything in the gallery you know yeah. just sort of say oh this is great and it you know yeah. even if you don't know them. or i'll go the other way and won't want to talk to anyone and just yeah. go around and be I, quite solitary you know yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. and it's it, yeah it can be hard if you're if you're on your own and, and and you haven't got that confidence to just start up a conversation you yeah know? I, I yeah i think it's maybe just the, the fear of being like rejected and then they go back to a group and they're like you're this this idiot's just trying to talk to me about art or whatever you know but I, I guess like that's maybe my mindset like yeah hearing like such negative things about the kind of the art scene here you know because when we were in London like it was brilliant just like I was speaking to people in the in the show um so I actually did go up to Florence and I was like I actually love it love the show I've I've got a piece of her work actually um before um she started getting like big big time um it was it was what was it the week before the Delphine Gallery. Um, actual show where she got the kind of the solo show from it so I contacted yeah. her because she was selling I think it was like small etchings and I liked the etchings but I'd asked if she had anything else and I bought a drawn offer a week before that and then from there she's just kind of went up and up isn't she because she had the big yeah. big big show at Saatchi as well um, and then her and, her and Danny went to LA for that residency which is bad speaking of like um, making a, a sort of uh, an art presence 
between you and your friends. Adelphian's an ideal one to, yeah, to, to use as a platform because yeah. that's a transient gallery, you know, that's not that's not based anywhere. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, they just show pop up brilliant. somewhere. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I, I know I actually bought the book and then I'm still kind of currently just reading through bits of it, but it, yeah. I think it's that that's probably one of the best things as well. This wee kind of book of like tips and tricks kind of thing, you yeah. know. Um, I actually love it. They're, they're both good guys, you know, really good. I've been speaking to them for a while. Um, but yeah, I, th- I feel like we need something like that up here. A group of people who... It won't, it won't turn up on its own, will it? No, it won't. I, I know, like, and that's it. Like, if you want something done, maybe just do it yourself. I guess because even even if you try it and you find it hard, the people in your wake might be able to produce something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, bet- between the lot of you, you can you can make something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we have spoke about it a lot because we, we we do say like, oh, there's there's nowhere to show your work because one of my mates he. He's making fairly big paintings, and it's all about Glasgow and kind of Edinburgh as well. And he's he, he's thinking of contacting some galleries, but I, I'm not too sure how how successful that be because yeah. he'll be getting he'll be getting emails and cold calls and people coming in x amount of times a week into the galleries, or maybe not at the moment, but they'll be getting a lot of messages um, from artists being a uh, kind of is it possible to get a show or whatever. But I don't know how that kind of works, you know. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, I had an idea. I don't know if you ever saw anything called face value that I was doing. I had the idea, and I knew it was a strong idea. You know, I was, I was trying to get people to to run it, put it in their gallery, and then um, then I thought, well, fuck it, I'll do it myself, and and then just sort of without being big headed, it was a good idea. Yeah, and it had a lot of traction. Totally, but it just it pulled so many people together, mm-hmm. and it done me so many favors as well. You yeah. know, where I've I've gone into other things and it gave me the confidence to yeah. do other things as well I've got a bit of a chip on my shoulder anyway because yeah. of like, having this cockney accent being yeah. in prison coming from a council estate you yeah. know I've got all these little chips on my shoulder yeah, yeah. but um, yeah it fucking grew my confidence so yeah. much you know well that's the thing like same with me like I, I came from this wee small fishing village like my mum's a single parent dad died when I was young didn't know him and then you go to like um, my grandparents like I'm so grateful for them because if I didn't have my grandparents, I definitely wouldn't have made it through college or university because yeah. they've they have helped me out a little bit. Nothing like some people in my my class they were getting flat like actual flats bought for them, so they would stay there for the four years rent free, and then their 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 parents would like sell the flat yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, so literally coming from nothing with like people who who put you down like not not like my family just like friends putting you down saying like oh you're not gonna make it at all you know and they still do it like I had yeah. I had um, what was it last year I made an edition of t-shirts that said suck my art and it was because I found out that my mates were um, they would screenshot my, my, my page and then post it in a group chat and just take the piss out of it you know what I mean they, they've, they're looking at me on Instagram fair enough like my followings actually grew quite a bit recently but they're like oh yeah Dave's got a great lifestyle and I'm like well it looks good from the outside but I'm yeah. You're always now. Like, I've put some graft in. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I, like my Instagram, it does look like I'm having fun, and I am like a hundred percent. But there's the days where you're like, shit, like you feel down, or um, like you're like worrying about money, you know. But they they don't see that. They they're like just see all the good things, and they just make you. They want to bring you from here down to there. 
You know, and it's yeah. these are the people. It took me years to be positive yeah. about my own. Yeah. With with that, as I say, with that chip on my shoulder, which yep. hasn't gone. Yeah. But the first interaction, I've had so many people. When I start talking to them, yeah. It is as if like they go fucking oh who's who's let him in? That's how I feel anyway. Yeah, totally. And um, it wasn't until um I I had a few people who I've met mm-hmm. and they go oh, I've heard of you. Yeah. So and so mentioned you. Um. And then they'll invite me into their gallery or yeah. into their studio or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I realised that people behind my back were talking nice mm-hmm. yeah, or complimentary yeah. rather. Yeah. That that gave me a bit of a fucking boost. Yeah, you know? that is Because I was convinced that there was people behind my back going, fucking the old chances here. Yeah, again, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and for me it's it's been like that all the way through the kind of the, this experience, like the nine years of kind of my journey so far and I know that it'll, it'll, it'll be the same. Another nine years, there will be people talking shit and there'll be people talking good. Like, through Instagram, I get people messaging me asking for advice about, like, like how's your page going so fast? Like, um, can you give me advice about X, Y, and Z? And, uh, like, I, I've had artists, when I started off, they would, they would give me the time of day. And, like, now I'm doing it to these other kind of... Yeah. I, I still think I'm an emerging artist. Like, I'm still so small compared to some people, but... There's people who are looking up to you, which it's, it's, it's such a good feeling, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just a constant shift, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think that's it, because, like, see, at art school, you'd always, I'd always love people coming into my space and giving me advice or being like, oh, I see this in the work. Because sometimes you've got the kind of blinkers on, you're looking at something for so much. Like, you, you might be looking at it for a day, a week, months, you know, and someone will come in and they'll say one thing different, and you'll be like, shit, why the hell did I not think of that? Yeah. You know, it well, totally is. The thing is, what I've discovered is, because it's like a fucking puzzle yep. that, that you work out along the way. And then, like, sort of like maybe maybe a quarter of the way through, you go, ah, oh, that's what I want. Yeah. And then you've got the picture in your head and you're heading towards that final picture. Yep. And then someone else goes, well, why worry with that blue vase, for mm-hmm. instance? Look how good a, a, a red pen would look over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a red mark over... And you go, fucking hell, yeah. Yeah. And then it changes... And I fucking love that yeah, when... Yeah when people can just do that you know that's it like um, in the studio like there's there's some of us who are in all the time you know and it's just like me and my, my mate David right so we're always in and he'll be like oh that would look good if you tried this and then I'm just like yeah. it's the same thing like you just don't see it until you're, someone's maybe just mentioned it to you and then you do change it up a bit and you're like oh crap it's actually it works really well you know because um, yeah, like you're yeah. saying you do have a set kind of the final pieces in the head or like for each stage of the painting, um, but my my paintings are like they're 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 up and down, they're changing all the time, you know. Um, yeah. I can come in one day and work in one painting, and then by the end of the day, I've got I've worked in the ten of them because I, I usually work in maybe like five, six, seven, eight at a time, um, and just ch- yeah. change them about a wee bit. Um, but that's good for your mind yeah. as well, isn't it? You know, so you don't get too too narrow down. Yeah, because yeah, I've got yeah. like my mate David, and I've actually got another mate David who's back um, in Delbiti, and they're looking at the same painting for like weeks and months, and they're like David um, in Delbiti. He's got like wee small brushes for like grass and stuff, and I just can't. I couldn't do it. So I'm, I'm just <laughs> yeah, I really couldn't. I'm just like like. If, if, in my head if I think something's going to work I'm just going to go straight to do it you know and if it doesn't I can I can edit it because it's a bit different obviously figurative and abstract kind of painting um, for me it's all about the layers so I'm looking for maybe there might be a few errors within the painting but it's a, it's layers on top of that 
that are bringing out all these yeah. details and Instagram's okay for like just a visual image of the piece but the people I've sold work to they get it in real life and it's very kind of tactile there's like kind of collage canvas and oil bar and spray paint and it's just really textural so you you, you don't see that unless I show a video or something in my stories um, and people get it and they're like really surprised or because um, even your paintings look like print yeah. making like, well, you know if, if you was to say that it was a, a, a like a print yeah. making artwork well, you go fair enough like on, when you see it on Instagram yeah, yeah well you know. that's the thing like so my four years um, at Grey's was for my BA honours was um, contemporary art practice and I focused I knew from day one I wanted to do print making and that was it so I went down the print making route um, but still doing contemporary art like thinking outside the box quite a bit and um, I was using like laser cutters to, um, I would draw, then the laser cutter would draw my drawing and then I'd dink up the plates and do stuff like that and it was just like a lot of fun but I've always thought like building up layers printerly, you know, you're just, there's opaque layers, tr- transparent and it, it's just building up so my painterly process is, I'd, I'd classify it as the way a printmaker would make a make a silk screen print or something um, so um everyone else in the studio from the art school they, they studied in painting and I've done contemporary art so I look at it a completely different way they're maybe like in the box and I'm outside this box yeah. as a, as a painter or, or, or like a fine artist I guess or contemporary artist so um, yeah I bought like pigment and I've never used pigment before I don't know how to mix it or anything but in my head I'm like I could do X, Y and Z and I'm just going to see how it goes if it works yeah but ain't that fucking exciting yeah I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing like honestly it, it took so long for the parcel to come because um, UPS said that I wasn't in the building and they, they clearly just must have like rocked up looked at the building and was like nah I'm, I'm, no one's in and they just drove off and I'd like is that the, is that the tubs I, you put up yeah online? that was the wee tubs yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I, as soon as I saw them I was like the, the colours are like just popping and it's I, th- I don't know if like Sterling Ruby used them in his big pieces there's these sections that just look like they're really bold colours but in my head he's maybe used some, some kind of adhesive poured it on and just let it sit and just build it up because it does look like this kind of powdered effect so that's my kind of thinking I'll try it if it works it works if it doesn't I'm going to try and find are you going to go down the trial and error route or, or will you look even on YouTube um, and see how you can suspend pigment. To be honest, I, I looked and it was just watching people like grinding it up with like some type of like yeah. binder and then it turns into oil paint. I think I'm just going to go down the experimental route and just crack nice. on with it, you know? Because um, yeah. like in the studio, you, there's some videos where I'm working in the floor, just like raw canvas and then I'll stretch on a big stretcher. So uh, I've got a stretcher coming hopefully this week. It's like 200 centimetres by 160. And I think that's the biggest I've ever worked. So I worked on the piece in the wall. It's the previous videos that are on my page, but it's, it's already progressed. Maybe like another 10 stages between that. But I think that that's maybe what Instagram's missing. Or like, the, uh, you, all you see is a finished piece. Or like, you might see some sketches in the, the, in the stories, but people enjoy seeing the process of work. I've had so many people contact yeah, I, me. I like that. Yeah, I've seen, yeah, so it's like, the, the, last year I had a guy contact me I mean I, fi- I finished this big painting I think it was like 160 by 180 and it took me maybe like 5-6 months on and off because I was going back home and I was gardening at the same time so I was gardening like um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday Thursday 
lunchtime I'd come up to Glasgow and I'd be straight in the studio Thursday, Saturday, Sunday I'd go back home and I've just repeated that all summer uh, so yeah. a lot of my work if you went to my page it's kind of there's a lot of the drawings it's kind of organic from the garden and that's what kind of inspired me just colour palettes and stuff so I think I still get inspiration from like or more organic stuff you know Glasgow's obviously it's as a city there's a lot of kind of beautiful ar- architecture but I stayed right next to um, a big park Glasgow Green and it's lovely you know so I'm obviously getting these inspirations from everywhere else but this big painting a guy contacted me and he was like I've I've been watching you the whole journey and then he, he came and bought it this massive piece and I was just like Jesus Christ that one sale was my biggest sale to date and it helped me over the whole winter period I didn't have to work for like six months you know and that was me I was any money I make it goes back into my practice because I was there was a framer downstairs and I, I got him to make my stretchers and um, great quality but then I saw a few artists um, like Nicholas Party using aluminium ones so it's the aluminium with the wood trim from Artile in the Netherlands so that's it all my stretchers that I buy are from there um, and well, I've got, I, don't, I don't know if you remember but I commented on that yeah, yeah. when I saw you using them I sent you a message uh, they look fabulous they're amazing honestly they look really so good so sturdy you don't need any glue or anything it's just like bolts there's just a, a, a screw and a kind of bolt and then there's a wee kind of plate and you just slide them all together tighten it all up and just go around it tighten it and rather than it taking maybe like I don't know how long it takes to make one wooden one from scratch but these ones are taking me like less than five minutes to build you know a big one might take me like less than 30 minutes but it's there and it's ready to stretch straight away and they will never warp just because the aluminium's solid you know um, and I think like you have to you have to invest back in your practice I've got mates who'll sell a piece of work and they'll just go on holiday or, or they'll buy a new wardrobe or whatever full of clothes and I'm like well I need new spray paint I need new oil paint you know like that, and that, yeah, making the foundations for the next few yeah well months. that's it yeah so like if, if I'm run, running low on anything I'll, I'm like okay cool I, I know if I do sell anything in the next month it's going to go into paying for studio rent which is so cheap like I'm paying £80 a month you know fucking I know I know I know it's bad you can't get that a week down no, because someone asked me like oh how much is your space like fair enough my actual week kind of bits it's what 240 centimetres by kind of 8 foot and I've not got any like big side walls but I've got the whole access to the floor and down the bottom end we've we've got we just bought a print well the guys bought a printing press it got made um, over Covid it it arrived a couple weeks ago and that's like a 7 grand printing press we're doing like um, well we can do etchings we don't have the facilities to actual put the plates into the acid bath Um, lino um, dry point um, and that kind of stuff so yeah it's, it's great and like I said my space isn't massive but I've got access to working the floor we've got all the tools you know they bought they bought a, a fez tool saw with the big rails so we can cut down yeah. boards and whatever so it's, it's brilliant and it's it, everyone's lovely and I've got the access to a framer downstairs he'll just I'll be like Tom can you do a frame for me uh, for next week and he was like okay it's done I'll put it in your space so it's, it's brilliant you know um but yeah like I was saying for me it's you need to invest back into your practice 100% and you can see the artists who are doing it um, and you might see the ones who aren't you know they're they're enjoying this kind of like fancy lifestyle or 
<laughs> dining out. Fair enough, I did. I was in uh, the Ivy last night in Glasgow for a meal. But it's like, what is it, the, the, the new thing that's like dine out, eat out kind of thing where you save £10 per head or whatever. Uh, which is good. Like, it was amazing. It was stunning. The food was ace. But um, I know people will be like, oh, aye, he's splashing the cash, you know. <laughs> but, uh, I, he's just sold another big I know, end. I can. Um, but we were, like, me and my girlfriend were supposed to be going to um, uh, Brussels. Like, I wanted to go to some bigger galleries there, like Xavier Hufkins. They've got three spaces there now. Um, that Almir Reich and a few other big ones. And I was so gutted when... Belgium got put on the quarantine list last, like, what, five days ago or something. So I had to cancel it and I'm like, bugger, like, so, so destroyed. But... What can you I do? Know, so, it's a fucking bonkers world. No, I know. And that's it. Like, I, I just used that money to buy another RTL stretcher, so I've got another big one coming. It's like 127 centimetres by 152, so it's like uh, nice. 50 inches by 6 inches, that one. And then this other one's a massive one, so I don't know... What are the paintings? Where the paintings are going? But I'm just building them. Like uh, that's what I do. I wouldn't say I've got big shows lined up. I've got a few smaller shows. Um, I've been asked to be part of this one in just outside of France, a gallery called Lagrange. This guy started this gallery, and he's invited majority of them was seventy five artists. We're all kind of abstract based or highly abstract or kind of hints of abstraction in the work, um, and it's all kind of set set scale. So. I think it was like 30 by 30 is as small as you could go. And there's some like big artists yeah. who are doing it, you know, which is pretty cool to be alongside these people. Um, and I've got one in with the Bendito Gallery. I won like second Emerging Artist Prize. So I won like $100. But when it came back to me, it was only like 70 something pound. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah. That's out a dozen kinds of Oh, I know, that's it. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I've got that, and then hopefully one in Denmark. It, it was it was actually going to happen, but and then the virus hit straight away. I was like, oh my god! So the the gallery owner, she was like, we're not too sure what's going to happen, but yeah. we'll see we'll see what happens. It suspends everything, doesn't it? it? Totally does. Talking of group yeah. shows, if there was you and five other artists, past and present, what would your ideal group show be? Uh, um. That's quite a t- tough one, isn't it? I love, like, yeah. Talar. Like, I actually love Talar's work. And, like, I watch, like, literally every single YouTube video and interview with him in it. So I'd have Talar, probably Sterling Ruby, because his work's just insane. It goes from, like, massive paintings to kind of sculptural paintings to just, just like, ridiculous scale um, uh, sculptures and stuff. Um, so them two, mm, Gerhard Richter, Hmm, try and get someone kind of current. I love um, Andrew Salgado's work. Like his stuff's brilliant, and I've been a big fan of his work since like early days on Instagram. When I first got it, I'm pretty sure he was one of the first guys on it. And one more, hmm, probably put Florence Hutchins in that as well. Just I, I, I love her kind of work ethic. I love her work, you know, and she's just a really nice person. Uh, so there's my five there. That would be a pretty. It went, it went there, no, not not too hard, but yeah, like a lot of people, a lot of people do have problems with. Yeah, because there, there's so many amazing artists out there, but they, these were the ones that yeah. just kind of. And that list of changes. Yeah, I to- well, totally would. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's like I said, there's so many artists out there. You, these were the ones that just popped out of my head straight away. So yeah, yeah, cool. Well, if you wasn't an artist, mm-hmm. David, what would you like to be? Um, I don't know. Like at school, wasn't the smartest. 
Math wasn't my strong point, but I don't know, like, I loved sports, you know, I loved, if I probably would, maybe might have went down the route of being like a personal trainer or something, uh, just because you're, you're still helping other people um, reach yeah. a goal. When I was younger, my, it was my papa, he was like, oh, join the, join the RAF, like, that's a solid career, you know, and yeah. But I'm just like in my head about what well, I don't think so. You know what I mean? I, I was like so close to joining the RAF because uh, if I didn't get any college, that was like my last resort. Like, you know, it's a solid structure. Yeah, totally. And like I've got family who were in the RAF and the, the best life. They said it was the best experience, but obviously their experience is completely different to someone else who might have had like the worst time ever because. I did know a boy and he went and he went to the training and he said it was like bro like just just bullied the whole way through it and then he just quit he just didn't want to go um, like into it after the I don't know how many weeks of training but yeah so you can get to a different experience and in my head I'm like hmm. yeah. I know it would have been amazing and you could travel the world and you'd meet amazing people but at the same time you just never know what's going to happen do you like people have asked me like about my well the thing is like as soon as we graduate you think, um, like your first, your second class degrees, um, you're going to get asked all the time. I've had no one since graduating two years ago asking anything about the, the, the qualification, you know. And it, it's a work that talks, you know. It's you as a person and it's a work that talks. And so many people at art school are worried about grades because grades are like, you're pushed, you're always taught. We, we always get told, oh, follow the grid matrix, blah, 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 you know. And it just totally puts a dampener on like the whole experience of just getting yeah, drowned. it makes it look it just makes it look like you're, you're doing it for, for a bit yeah you're just like, you're just end. ticking the box oh my works you do x y and z boom tick you've you've hit that criteria on to the next one you know but i just for me it was um you just worked hard you know like actually i, I got like such good grades first second and third year and then i got told that none of the, the grades count towards your fourth year so you could have done amazing and then your fourth year fucked yeah, it up like yeah. one of my tutors was saying like don't be like a phoenix and like uh, you're you're sore and then you just burn to ashes and that's you you're like back to like nothing but um, yeah no I loved it like I really did but grades did, they don't matter in the art world at all some galleries might be like oh if, they, if they've got a degree it's maybe, it, may, it might look better but I, I don't yeah I think there's so many opportunities now where it's not necessary not at all yeah I mean, there's so many artists coming through now who haven't even been to art college, yeah. let alone fucking masters. No, I know. Or BA. Yeah, or that's something. it. I know. But uh, what I was going on about there was like, if I went back ten years and told myself that I would, I would have got two degrees. You know, I would have just like slapped myself in the face, like told me to shut up because just just back in a wee small village where there's not really that much push, you know, to get out of the town. Um, but with my background. Yeah. Most of my old mates are still convinced. I mean, I got my degree, what was it, 17 years yeah. ago. I've still got friends who are convinced that I'm doing mm-hmm. it like for something dodgy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? To be a, a faker yeah. or something like that, you know? I know, I had like one mate, like as soon as I went, I was only in my first year, I came back for Christmas, I think it was, and I went to say hello to my mate at the bar, just blanked me completely. And I'm just like, why are these people who are like my best pals through my whole kind of... Um, childhood like just because I've I've went from like high school to university they think like now I th- they, they think in their head that I'm above them and then so they just ignore me and I was like what the hell is this Funny, such a it? weird mindset you know yeah 
Yeah, we, we sort of lock ourselves into working yeah. class, don't yeah. we, you know? I know. Um, you've mentioned um, a few bits you've got coming yeah. up. Where can anyone see your work, be it website or Instagram? Yeah, just my Instagram, like my name, David Ian Brown, like Ian spelled I-A-I-N, and my website's just davidianbrown.com. Um, I probably do need to update my website with more work. I'm slowly adding to it, you know, it's quite a task trying to juggle everything, uh, but I guess, like, there is a balance, isn't there? Like, Instagram's amazing, and obviously, like, you can link your website to aisle, but people do go to see it, you know? I've had people contact me being like, yeah. oh, um, can I buy X painting on your website through my Instagram? Which is, like, good to know, because yeah. you might spend, say, 100 £200 a year, and you might think there's no traction at all, there's no traffic from it, but uh, I use Squarespace, so with that, I've got the Squarespace app that shows you all the kind of analytics where people are viewing um, from, like, so you, it'll go USA and then it'll break it down to state as well, so it shows you everything and it, it, well, it doesn't tell you their name, it just says such and such is logged in from, like, kind of yeah, New York, yeah, yeah. boom, and they've looked at page, your your bio, paperwork's contact, so it's pretty cool, you know, and it's good, for me, it's good to see, like, okay, well, that money's not wasted, I could have, in my head, I would have been like, I could have used that £100 to spend it in materials, but it's definitely worth it because yeah. I think Instagram is amazing, but with a website, it can find out a little bit more about you in your kind of bio section, like what shows you've done, because obviously you can't show that on Instagram, really, unless you link, link it in the stories or something, I don't know, but um, yeah, I think it's yeah. key. A website, a good, clean website is what I looked for, and found Squarespace took me a while actually yeah I went on Wix I found yeah like I, I used Wix prior like I had a, another website at school and well at um, college sorry and it was good but with um, Squarespace like see sometimes when you, you go from like laptop to tablet to phone it kind of doesn't like yeah no so with Squarespace it, yeah. it's like it just like shrinks down everything's perfect and it keeps it I was I was looking at yours this morning on my phone actually and that that I did notice that that yeah, was very smooth. Super smooth. And I can I can literally there. go on my phone right now and edit something and then boom it's edited over all platforms and it's it's so easy, you know. Good. Um yeah, it's brilliant. It's really good. That's all yep. my questions asked. Um David, thank you very much for your time. Cheers, thanks. Thanks a lot. Splendid. Thank you, mate. You too. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.